castles that you learned I don't care about the bridges that you burned I don't care how many steps you covered in recovery That don't matter to me Hey, it's Monday evening, and you're listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Listener-supported, Freeform Radio, broadcast from the heart of Bushwick, New York. My name is Matt Tack, and we're here every Monday evening at 8 p.m., bringing you the music of independent artists from Brooklyn and beyond to the world. We kicked off our show with the opening track from the latest release by my old friends, Men and Whales. Woohoo! Hey! Their song. <laughs> Not for nothing. And it comes from No Time Past, which was released on June 18th. We followed it with Are You Good Enough, a new track by NYC music icon Ellen Foley. And it's off her upcoming release, Fighting Words, which will be out on August 6th. So here's the first trivia question. Shall I introduce you first or do you want the trivia question? Uh, let's introduce. The, who we're, okay. Yeah, okay. Because because if, if you don't get the trivia question right, it goes downhill from there. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so tonight, I am incredibly pleased to welcome Tom, who you just heard from, rhythm guitarist Hello. and vocalist, and Brent, lead guitarist and backing vocalist uh, for the band, to our new studio in the iBeam building. And I've got a second trivia question for you on that subject right there. Uh, Come out hot, uh, hot. I know. I know. This is tense. This is tense. <laughs> unfortunately, due to uh, COVID restrictions, we're not able to have uh, Clint and Matt join us in the studio this evening. For those of you listening and saying to yourself, hey, those guys sound familiar. You wouldn't be mistaken because their song, Signs of Life, kicked off our June 28th show. Thank you. <laughs> Brent, Tom, so good to see you guys again. Yes, you too, Matt. Thank you so Always much for having pleasure. us. Um, okay, so I got a whole bunch of things to, to geek out about. But first, the trivia. To, so do you know what is significant about you guys being here? Our new album? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Homeschool. Good. Uh, um, when, so we've moved. Last time I hung out with these guys, we were in a dirty basement that smelled of cat urine over on DeKalb. <laughs> we had a great time though, didn't we? I, I said that was part of the charm. <laughs> it was, was part, of the charm. part of the charm. 
So they, when I first arrived at Radio Free Brooklyn, Men and Whales were my second guest in that studio. And now that we're back to having guests again, and we've moved studios, you are my second guest. Whoa. Wow. At the new studio. Serendipity, right? I, like that. I, I did not I did not think of it when I reached out about doing things. That's very cool. Well, we're happy to be back. Yeah. Trivia. Here's the tough one. Maybe if listeners at home, you know, want to help out. We'll play along. Yeah. You of course you know the clash. Sure. Okay. And you know the song Should I Stay or Should I Go? Yes, we've played it before. We've covered it. Okay. Yes. Even more serendipity. Ellen Foley is the woman that that song is about. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Right? And, and it's about her relationship with Mick Jones. Wow. At the time. Now I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. And <laughs> <laughs> That's fascinating because we, we have played that song several times. That used we to be have. The yeah. Set. yeah. So we had no idea. I mean, me neither. Yeah. Until I was there. I had no idea. I thought it was just a generic, should I stay or should I go? You're writing a song about relationships. Wow. Instead of one specific relationship. Yeah, it's like, it's always, you know, tricks, 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 and all these things, yeah. <laughs> mm. So the band, for those people who don't know, were also guests way back in the day at uh, when I was on Pratt Radio. So that's eight years ago. Eight, um, and then so I've had the pleasure of seeing the band play at Arlene's Grocery, pianos and i can't think if there's other places I, i'm pretty sure there might have been um but the both times mm-hmm. brooklyn bowl one time yes yes you were there yes that was an amazing show that yeah. was an experience Thank getting you. to play there that was a lot of fun <laughs> yes so arlene's pianos brooklyn bowl all really great all tons of fun um you guys don't have to answer this right now but for people listening, when there is going to be an album release show for Men in Wales, I am going to strongly encourage you to go out and see it and enjoy it. You will uh, enjoy the passion that these guys play with uh, based on their years of experience of playing with each other. You will enjoy their interaction with each other because it's all really tight and it's all genuine when they're up on stage performing. I, I've never got the sense from you guys that there's ever anything sort of fake about what you're doing you just like have a good time (laughs) (laughs) well and and that's why people want to come out and and go see it so (laughs) we're we're going to talk about tonight the latest release no time passed but third full length or second full length oh boy it's actually um our fourth full length fourth full length is that right that was the third uh feral the fire when the days blend, the years are gone. Years are gone, and, and then yeah. fourth. So wow, this is our fourth. fourth. Wow, yeah. Okay, lost count. <laughs> <laughs> When's the next one coming out? No, uh, and then because Men and Whales in 2016, the self-titled. Yes, so was we, just an EP, right? In between, we've done two EPs: one in 2009 and one in 2016. Um, and there was a, 2016 to 2021 might have been our longest break between new music. I think. Yeah, you know, that's right. So we had a lot of time for this one. There are lots of things going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Children being born and etc. Okay. Understandable. <laughs> if people, I, I mean, I sort of have some questions and uh, to ask the guys in the band and a lot of it's just going to be free form and we're going to go with things. 
if you would like to uh, ask a question of the band, you can send me uh, a DM on Twitter, which is at Roden Hour, or you can reach out to us on Instagram, which is at the Roden Hour. I guess, of course, if people want you guys to ask me a question, um, they can always reach out directly to you <laughs> on, <true>. yeah. <laughs> on social media and do that. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we are going to hear another track from the band. We're going to follow it with somebody who's playing a show on Thursday evening. And then we're going to have a long segment where we can really dig into talking with the band. This is The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm a man in a jam. Fancy is. 
called you, your voice sounded different Then when I saw you, you still looked the same And all in an instant, suddenly nothing had changed I met your daughter, and I met your wife And in those brief moments, we caught up on life We had a good laugh, then we went our separate ways Just the person I am
bringing you the music of Brooklyn and beyond to the world. You're listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. We open that short set with New York by our friend Eden James. Eden is going to be playing on Thursday evening for his album release concert at Culture Lab LIC at the Plaxel Gallery. It's free. I've never been. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to going. Sounds like it's outdoors, taco trucks, beer, uh, free. But you can. there's also a way to donate to the artist through PayPal, which you'll be able to get that information when you're there. You had me at taco trucks. Yeah, well, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and music. Um, and we followed it with. Very interestingly, you said one of your favorite tracks, yes, uh, yeah. Life as a Movie from the 2012 release, The Years Are Gone. It also happens to be one of my favorite I'm really releases. happy to hear that. And it ties in for me one of the reasons why I really enjoy your music. And that, I mean, I remember you telling the story uh, one of the last times we, we met uh, behind the song, and it caused me to really listen differently to so much of your music and the stories that you do tell during the songs. And so I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, yes, some of them are seemingly, I mean, there's a story behind Life as a Movie that's very specific, but it's also the idea of general stories in behind things. Yeah, you know, it's funny because that's the last song on the years are gone, which is our previous full length record that came out in 2012. We haven't released a full length album until just now. And it's funny because, um, you know, there's, there's a bit of a callback on the first song on the new record to that song. Um, you know, which is not for nothing. Not for nothing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, I think in life is a movie. Um, one of the lines, um, Oh no, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm getting the songs mixed. I'm thinking of Circus of the Soul, but there is just kind of a callback because when I when I wrote Life is a Movie, I was just turning 30. <laughs> and now <laughs> next month uh, I, I will be turning 40. So, um, <laughs> you know, there was this kind of feeling at 30 like, oh, you know, you're kind of entering into this new decade of your life and and now I have two children and you know, not for nothing starts off where it's kind of like, you know, uh I think the lyrics um uh, how does the lyrics go? Just turning 40 and just keeping on, you know? Um, and so there's just kind of a, a connection between that, between, you know, just different parts of my life. So thank you for playing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. For for people who would like links to the band's website, the band's uh, sort of information, if you would like to see an amazing video that also came out from that album, that was hugely, hugely popular. Um, if you, well, well, I'm not mocking that, but if you go to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash playlist, everything uh, that we're featuring this evening is embedded in that playlist. And so I have put the video for everything we give under the song listing for life as a movie. Mm. Um, so so a, a couple things, and I, I don't really want to go down rabbit holes, even though we've kind of got a lot of time to sort of go down some rabbit holes. Um, but one of the other things, and I think, and what's the uh, song that I opened with a couple of weeks ago? I just said, Signs, Signs of Life. Of life. <clears throat> so it's also, in, in terms of listening to it, and I was listening on the way over, 
And like I say, you tell the story and you're, you know, hear, hearing more of this song and the story about life as a movie. Um, and these aren't trivia questions, but are you familiar with John Cage? Uh, a, li- a little bit, just I know of him. Yeah, but that, that's me too. Right. I, I only know him sort of in this one small segment. He's sort of kind of like avant-garde. Incredibly yes. avant-garde, yeah. yeah. And so uh, obviously a big fan of the Tragically Hip being from north of the border. But they wrote a song called Tiger the Lion, which was sort of about John Cage being um, you know, some of the stuff that he did. And so that to tie it in, he, he was sort of trying to say that art is important in everybody's life and it needs to be more important. So that, you know, again, when I saw that you guys released new music, I was like, fuck yeah. Like if there's one thing, I mean, I love hearing new music from new bands that I don't know. But then... I'm also really, really excited when bands I've enjoyed like visiting with, seeing play live, enjoying their music are still releasing music because for me, it's a perspective. And for people listening, like it's that you, you guys and Clint and Matt, Mm -hmm. um, that art is incredibly important in your life. Yeah. And to me, it was like, so hearing all that tie together, like, here's this iconic guy. He's maybe a bit weird, John Cage. Uh, four minutes of uh, silence for a song. Um, but it's creating art. And here you guys are. You're saying you're going to be turning 40, uh, which is such a milestone in all our lives, right? But but you're, like, still pouring it all out. You guys are all pouring it all out in the art that you create. Yeah. Uh, I know. You're like, how do I respond to that? No, I, I was, you know, I had made a mistake earlier and was... was saying there's the last song on our last EP is called Circus of the Soul. And the very last line is the pledge to carry on. Like we're going to keep doing this. Um, you know, even though, you know, things just get crazy. Uh, this last year was crazy. And the first song on this new album starts, you know, 40 years and count and drinking like a fountain, keeping on. Like, it's almost yeah. like we're still, we're still going to be doing it. Like it's, it's not easy, but um, it's still happening. So it's just kind of a callback and, and just a, a checkup where, you know, we're still here and it's, you know, we're, we're still fighting the good fight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, that, that's what keeps, keeps me going. It's just knowing and doing the art and writing the music and being able to just play music with my friends and just enjoying it. That, that really is important to me. Has, uh, and I'll ask you, uh, Brent, has, has the writing of the songs, has it, has it gotten easier over the years or, you know, are you still finding yourself sometimes you guys are like, okay, we're stuck at something. I don't think really get, you know, the thing about our process is typically Tom brings an idea or a set of ideas um, into, you know, into rehearsal. And we all sort of work through that and kind of put our touches on it and mm-hmm. make it better. <laughs> <laughs> Take this little uh, acoustic number and make it something yeah. that you know, people want to listen to. I'll have a little piece of something. And Brent's going, That's good. Can we make it faster and better? <laughs> I say, yes, yes, we can. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I would definitely say Tom has gotten, you know, much more refined, not to sound cliche, but I think he's much more comfortable and in tune with sort of what he's trying to say and his message and how he conveys that. So we were actually talking on the way over here um, about the process for this album, given that we recorded most of it prior to... Uh, early 2020 but then there was a long kind of delay of it coming out obviously something happened oh must must have been me <laughs> <laughs> no no i was mean something uh, happened in the world yeah um so i think you know this this was one time where we we weren't 
together kind of working through the songs together we were kind of doing a lot of other stuff playing live shows tom brought these ideas in and we kind of just worked through them very quickly got into the studio and kind of flushed them out and um yeah it was it was uh you know a bit more i guess on my end as well with like the lead guitar parts a bit more prescriptive where tom sort of had the chords i took them i studied them i recorded rhythms and i just worked on leads and tried to get the leads together um but i think in terms of like developing the songs it happened much quicker um you know, I think Tom kind of from a starting point was at a really good place with them and we just kind of added a little bit of touches here and there and we all kind of knew what we had, what we had to do and came together pretty easy. Because now you're at, a, you're at a point where you can all see somewhat of the vision in terms of where he's going. Hopefully. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been playing together long enough where they can kind of just grab on um, pretty quickly, you know, and we'll know what works and what doesn't work. Right. And, and I think that's one of those things that goes back to when you're doing your live show that because you have that vast experience of, you know, leaning on each other in probably good times and bad uh, during shows that, you know, there's a need to whatever, either pick somebody up or where they're wanting to go or no Brent, you can't do that crazy guitar solo. Get off the, (laughs) get off the speaker. That doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not anymore. No, no, not after the last time. Uh, (laughs) I think though, like we, I mean, we talk about this a lot. I think where we've matured and like, I mean, cause the thing is we've been a band since, I mean, basically what, 2007. So it's been about 14 years now. Yeah. Um, I think where maybe like that's incredibly long for a band to be together for the, you know, the three of us. And obviously we've had a couple of drummers, but I think we've become comfortable in terms of what we each bring, what our strengths and weaknesses are and what our value things that we value about being in a band and things that maybe are less important to us. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a good dynamic because everyone sort of understands that trade-off. So sometimes we used to have tension where Tom would try to force me into something that maybe I was kind of pushing back on. And now I think we kind of just respect what everyone brings, where we're coming from. And um, I, I think it's been pretty smooth as a result. I think we kind of all really understand where yeah, everyone sits. I, I think it's natural. Like, you know, you pick and choose your battles. And I I mean that in the best way, because I think early on, you know, if I would have a song and maybe they weren't feeling it, I would maybe kind of push really hard and it really just wouldn't work because, you know, you want everyone to feel comfortable with it. And I think more recently in recent years, you know, I, I've become, I've matured in the sense that I've been more collaborative to say like, all right, you know, I have to compromise in in certain ways, but Mm -hmm. I also want my vision to come across as well, just like you want your vision, you know, and that's, that's just what being a band is, you know, it's just a lot of like little compromises that you kind of over the years get much better at, I think. Definitely. Does does that make sense? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Let's hear another track from the album. We're visiting with Brent and Tom from Men in Wales. This is The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Don't you ever give in, don't you ever give out, don't you ever give way to the feeling. There's a reason we live, there's a reason we die, there's a reason we keep on believing. Take a look at you then, take a look at you now.
the brunettes. Use once and destroy. And you guys like that? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was good. So formed in 78, played a bunch of shows, 78 to 80, disbanded, got back together in 2019, <laughs> released their EP on the 17th. That's great. One day before you guys, right? You, yours was on the 18th of June? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, my God. How about that? Ah, you guys are like <laughs> brothers. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> before that, we heard when the Williamson brothers. Uh, they are members of Lee Baines 3 and the Glory Fires, uh, their brand new release. And, of course, then we started off with another track by our guest this evening, Men and Whales, Let Go. So here's the, here's the, the sort of quote. For the first time, I'm going to throw at two guys as my guest, all-male band. But you've both mentioned, while we've been talking, about fatherhood, about, you know, getting married and whatnot. So back when we used to go to shows, Span uh, Desert Sharks sort of made a, made a point of saying that album release shows should be celebrated much more than the birth of a child. Because it takes way longer and more people are involved in the process than there is in terms of making a baby. Would you agree? Let <laughs> me really put well, us on the spot. My kids are listening. Does, does, uh, does anyone in Desert Shark have yeah. a child? That's what I want to know. Because my guess is no. <laughs> um, All right, we'll have to we'll have to put it to them on shout that. Shout out and to. That's uh, kids yeah to, turn the turn this off molly and gracie jonah and ella let's uh <laughs> we gotta answer this for real <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay but i think it, i think it, it is sort of an interesting analogy but it does come you know you, you've spent all this time you know creating this album you know and i and i you know talking about off air you know like the order of songs how we put the album together how it presents itself are we going to get a chance to celebrate this with all those people who have helped in the birthing of this baby. Yeah, we were just discussing that uh, before we came on. But, you know, just as things are starting to slowly kind of get back to what we would call normal, I guess, um, post-pandemic. But yeah, we, we would like to do something, um, you know, probably not this summer um, because we're already kind of in the middle of the summer. But hopefully in the fall, we'll, we'll do something. Um, and, we'll you know, then we can celebrate and do it right. So. Will there be tacos? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> no, no promises. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rance gave me the evil eye. Don't, don't, don't say that. Don't promise the tacos. Don't, yeah. We don't have budget for that. Claim tacos. <laughs> don't oversell and underperform. Let's just say, come on out, it'll be good. And if there's tacos, then everybody's super excited. Because <laughs> they, they weren't expecting it. Yeah. And, and then we can get it to go. So now that you, you've had all this experience under your belt in terms of recording, did it go much smoother? This time, I mean, outside of having to do it, because you, you you said you did it before the the pandemic shut us all down. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I got to shout out Matt Graff, um, our drummer, and the person that co-produced the record and completely engineered it. Um, he was the one we recorded it at his studio. He had a studio in Astoria, um, and just working with him for the first time. Um, you know, we've been playing with him. He's been in the band the longest uh, of our drummers. He's yeah, that's right. It's in 2016. Am I getting that right? Uh, but yeah, we we spent um, two really good weekends kind of recording the skeletons of the songs. I call it skeletons because basically you're always trying to get like the drums and the bass 
and we played it all together live. You can see a video online of kind of how we did that. Um, we did like a teaser video the week before the album came out. Turns out a lot of the rhythm guitars we kept too. Um, and um, But Matt played a pivotal role in in kind of making the process easy. You know, we've been really, really lucky with the people we've worked with all throughout the years. We did the EP with Sam K. Shaw, who was a good friend of ours. Um, Andy Baldwin for the years are gone. Um, just a, a lot of people that are just really good at what they do. And we were fortunate um, that Matt was in the band, so he knew the songs really well. And so we were off and running. You know, once we got those kind of two weekends down, it was just a matter of kind of piecing together the rest over time. Mm -hmm. And we were really lucky to get m like 95% of it done before lockdown, you know. Which is huge. Yeah. Hey, just a, just a brief interlude here. We started off the show by talking about how Radio Free Brooklyn is a listener-supported radio station. Radio Free Brooklyn also is sponsored in part by Flatland Medical Supplies, offering little or no-cost medical braces. You're good. Uh, more information is available at 844-598-6639. So there we go, which is good. The other part that, and I, and I think really sort of key and, you know, with, with your children, <laughs> um, that in terms of talking to uh, one of, one of my neighbors, uh, sort of saying the best part of like recording an album is that no matter what happens, it, like we did this. And now you guys are at the stage of going like, we did four of them and two EPs, which is really, really significant. Um, are, are your are your kids like aware of that? They're not at that stage yet, right? Uh, they know you. They know you do some weird <laughs> stuff in the basement, and uh, yeah, I don't think they're fully aware. My son's six, my oldest son, and uh, by the way, shout out to Rory too, who I'm sure is yeah. it's Clint's son listening at home. So, but um, I, my, uh, what about Molly and Gracie? Are they. Yeah, I mean, the music. they hear the songs, they like Signs of Life, they like Never Alone. You know um, what, okay, that's fair. We did a video for Signs of Life, and um, my children do really like the video, so they're, they're hip to that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They see, oh, they daddy, must love daddy seeing you. They up. must love seeing you on yeah, that. It's awesome. Me waking up. I, I will say, though, I tried, to your question, Matt, I tried to explain to, to my eight-year-old Molly the concept of an album, mm -hmm. and she doesn't get it yet. No. Right. Like, it's so... I think it's She's the like, thing adults don't get either. What do you mean? You you did 10 songs? <laughs> it's like, well, I heard you do this song on the, you know, I heard that song. Yeah. There's 10 of them? Like, why? Like, why? <laughs> that, I guess, that, you know, maybe that is the question actually, but. So hopefully this, this won't seem like too long of a question or a question that provides too long of, a, of an answer. But um, I think bands sometimes seem to struggle with the idea that the sound always stays the same and do we need to change it? Yours seems to have, for me at least, done a little bit of both. Um, I, I think there's there's still some of the uh, the same storytelling, which I really like in in a lot of the songs. Um, and I could certainly, you know, still put on years gone by and be like, "Yep, it ties right into you know our current release." Um, but it does feel like it's been tweaked as well. Or, and you're. Were you wanting specifically to stay, like, because you've got the men and whale sound, we're going to stay with our men and whale sound. We didn't feel the need to go off and experiment. I mean, it's great, like, you've changed drummers, because, but good and bad, right? Because drummers bring a different, new, a new member brings a different perspective to how things are being presented. Yeah, gosh, I think we just, we've grown, I think, musically, 
I think, you know, the people that we've worked with, the, some of the producers, you know, have a different vibe and that creates a different sort of sound, but just kind of the foundation has pretty much always been there. And, um, I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I, th I think it's just, you know, as a songwriter, um, you know, I just, I'm trying to find the best songs I can write. Um, you know, if it took us in a wildly different direction, I, I don't know, you know, I think we just kind of, for the most part, have stayed pretty, you know, on, on base with, with each other. I think we've just become better. But um, yeah, I, I agree with what you said. A little bit of both. I, I, I'm speaking for Brent. I am looking at him right now. He's not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. No, I would agree. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Here's what we're going to do for, for people listening. Again, I want to remind you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash playlist. That's going to have list uh links to everybody that we've heard from but you're also going to find videos for the band you'll find video videos for the for the band on their website menandwales.com i think if you follow the band on either of their social media accounts uh all of the social media accounts you'll be putting out something in terms of when that show does come about because uh, you're on twitter you're on instagram and you are on facebook so I encourage people to go do that. But for the time being, go check out all those links to get you to their stuff. Guys, we are going to close out, say, with one last track. And we're going to hear from friends of mine out on the west coast of British Columbia. Please stay tuned for Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane, followed by The Next Best Thing with Jonathan B. Lerner at 10. So thanks for listening to The Roden Hour. Get vaccinated. Stay safe. Guys, great to see you again. Thank you and so much for having you, us again, Matt. We did not get to talk about hair care products because <laughs> you see you see the change, right? It's, a, it's been dramatic. I'm hanging on to it from the lockdown. So we're just going to go with it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you on the flip side. Peace.
Shut 